expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. The following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. everybody hey 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 getting situated in here we have another episode an exciting extraordinary episode for you business owners or maybe you want to be business owners and this is our last saturday of every month we do with village bank and that is alicia webb is in studio with me this is uh just to me this is just an amazing opportunity because uh, where else do you get the inside information to talk to the president of a bank and get a sense of how they see your business, your your financial statement, as opposed to how you see it? And I, I hope that we've done a reasonable job of explaining some of those things, because there really is a big difference between the way you might see your business and the way they might perceive it. And obviously that relates to financing. And But it's more than that. It's about building a business. So, you know, as a recap in the past, we talked about those things. We talked about, you know, what how a business uh, positions itself for financing, how someone who talks to a CPA exclusively has a very different perception than the bank who is potentially offering financing. Minimizing taxes is a great thing. However... You have to be profitable to be able to qualify to be able to make payments on a loan. So while it's great to make yourself look as though you make very little money, so you pay very little taxes, that's lovely. However, when you need to get a loan to expand your business, now you look like you don't make any money and couldn't make the payments on a new loan that you may want to get. So there's a whole lot of stuff that we covered. Do uh, go back and listen to our previous podcast. We've been doing them since the first part of the year here in two, in, in 21. And uh, just go to the last Saturday of each month in the litany of podcasts, and you can just literally get yourself caught all the way up. These are great opportunities. You know, you pay a lot of money to go to college to learn from someone who is telling you how it is. How about learning from somebody who's actually in it, really doing it every single day? So that's that's what I would love for you to kind of get your context going and maybe become a member of, of the folks who listen to this show every Saturday, last Saturday of every month. Today, we're going to be talking about business plus marketing plus the bank and how that equals magic if you put all those components together. So, Alicia, how how do you perceive that particular thing? Business plus marketing equals with bank equals magic. What does that mean to you? Yeah, what is magic, right? <laughs> 
Happy Memorial Weekend, Money. everyone. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Money or, you know, in our case, it's culture because culture equals equals a profit to us. Culture equals a better return on our investment and our equity and our assets. And at the end of the day, seeing um, our villagers succeed is really important to us. So I would say maybe that magic is it just all working because we love it at the end of the week when we can say, oh my gosh, this all worked. But it realistically, I think it's understanding what marketing is. Marketing has been such a soft expense for so long. Marketing has been one of those things. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, so-and-so wants us to sponsor a golf tournament or so-and-so wants us to put an ad in a, in a small town newspaper. That's not marketing. That is not marketing. That is appeasing people. When I talk about truly marketing, we talk about what's our long-term strategy, where do we want to be, and how do we get there? What do those clients and that industry need to hear and know about our business to choose us? And so when you take a significant portion of your expenses and you say, I'm going to invest 20% of my revenue in marketing, in reaching these goals. And you and I both know someone that did that, that you recently introduced me to, and his business is growing like wild. Extraordinary. And and everyone's like, oh, I can't believe you're doing this. Wow, you're so successful. You're so great. Well, if you look at his income sheet, there you go. His income statement shows that he's spending, I think it was like 19.71% because I never forget a number like that. But that's what you have to do. You have to walk in and you have to say, I'm committed. And it might not feel good right away because the revenue is not going to grow right away, but you have to stick with it. And you have to find those folks that are using your business and share their story, share your client's stories. Um, you and I were talking before the show. It's not about being a plumber and saying, I'm open seven days a week. It's about saying, wow, um, you know, Bob needed us to come out on a Saturday and help him with this problem. And this is what we did for Bob or Alicia needed us on a Saturday morning when her husband was out of town and she felt safe. The problem was solved. And gosh, she didn't even know it when he was home. Right. It's her kids were there. Everyone was good. Those are the stories that marketing should share. Those are the stories that you need to get out on social media. And you need to get out so folks can hear what your business can do to solve their everyday problems. I think it's so important because marketing is not soft anymore. With social media, you know how many people look at it. You know how many people like it. You know how many people share it. You understand the impressions. You see all of that. You know how much time people spent on reading your story. So um, there's nothing soft about marketing anymore. And I think it's really making that commitment to grow, but then making sure you have the resources when you make that commitment because it will come. I, I think, Alicia, so many small business owners, and I've talked about this before, and uh, they don't really see themselves as business owners. I mean, maybe they have some inkling of it. But they see themselves as practitioners. They just see themselves being good at something. And being in business for themselves is nothing more than an, than a, a, an offshoot of being an employee where they think maybe they have more control over their time and they make more money. But that's about as far as it goes. And so they always have this notion that they will build their business on organic growth. Mm-hmm. And the little uh, post that I did on LinkedIn and Facebook about that, I think, illustrates that point very well. I wrote it, so I think that. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, organic growth. You know, I I I have folks who own a business. They come to my they come to my home or my business, 
and they talk to me about what they're going to do and they really highlight it and they get me excited about it. They're mm-hmm. selling, they're selling, right? Well, but the people who work for them, they don't do that because mm-hmm. they don't, they, that's in their minds, that's not their job. And so the idea when you're a single practitioner that you can create organic growth to build and keep your business going and, and have an income, okay, that's one thing. But when you've got one person who's now trying to create the business volume to support 10 and 20 people, organic growth doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so those people who have that, 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 uh, that, that's practitioner mentality, they generally stop there and they go no farther. Mm-hmm. And the reality is it's like buying an investment property. From the moment I buy it, I want to build in the cost of management maintenance, even if it's me from the beginning, because when I want to jump off, I want to be able to have that margin there to do it. Same thing in a business. You have to have marketing dollars set aside, earmarked from day one. As a an example, you're 20%. Wow, is that a lot of money? 20%. That is. But see, are you interested in simply increasing your income to have a better life, or are you building something absolutely. is the question. Oh my gosh, building something special. That's our fourth value. We absolutely love building something special. So the, so anyone that's sitting out there and can hear Todd and going, oh my gosh, that's what I'm doing. I own this business. I'm the magic. How do I go from, let's say, 100 revenue a year to 500 or a million or 100 million, whatever that goal is, it's Memorial Weekend. Take Monday, a day we'd all work usually, and I'm sure some of us will be working, and pause and take an hour and say, what do I want for myself? What do I want this business to be? Do I need to be the number one person? Do I need two or three number one people? Where do I want to get to? And if I'd say anything, come up with a number this weekend, just a number. I want to have 50 employees. I want to make uh, 500,000 a year revenue. Is, is that revenue? Is that net income? What do I want this business to be? I want to sell in three years, right? What is it that you want? Let's just start there. And once you have that, then you can start to think of how you get there. Because I'll tell you, I mean, when we think magic, you know, Don, our CEO and chairman, he's magic, right? I mean, he walks into a room, he can sell you boiling water. Well, Don wants to spend some time outside the office. How the heck do we do that going forward? What we do is we grab his values. Why'd you start the bank? And what do you want this bank to do? You want this bank to support entrepreneurs. How do we do that? And I think that's what this a, the, a small business owner really needs to think about is what are your values? Why did you start the business? And where do you want the business to go? So once you have, I want to have 50 employees and I want to make 500,000 net income a year and I want to sell in five years, or 10 years, or I want to keep it and I want management to buy it one day. Then you start to think, how am I going to do that? I need two or three more of me. And I need to make sure they understand why the business started, what my values are behind the business, and how I expect this business to run going forward. Because you can either do it or you can't. It's obvious, right? You got the numbers in play. You know what the numbers are. All right, but how are you getting there? And I I can tell you, I mean, Don might be magic, but it is hard because we know exactly what the standard is at all times that we're working towards. The people are as important as that bottom line. And that's what we are always striving to do. Now, other businesses might be different. It might be all based on technology and marketing and online services. So then it's maybe, maybe you have a different, you know, a different culture, a different take there. But I would say you have to have some of those key pieces of what's the mission of the bank? Where do you expect or the mission of the company? Where do you expect the company to go? What's that long term strategy for that business model? And how do you get there?
I, I think I think I'll take off on two things that you said. First of all, the timeline thing. Uh, as as we talked uh, before the show, most most small business owners, if you ask them, uh, you know where they're going to be, they'll start talking to you about ten, twenty, and thirty years. Listen, folks, I got news for you. Uh, people can make millions, lose millions, and do and make millions again in the space of five years. Mm-hmm. This notion that you're that you're looking at this from a thirty year timeline perspective, to me, that's almost like saying I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You're not really focusing. The building of a business is a sprint. It is not a marathon. It mm-hmm. is a sprint. You go as fast and hard as you can. You build as much as you can. Obviously, don't put yourself in compromised positions along the way. But you do that all with the notion that within five years, you've positioned a business for its ultimate value in the form of a sale. Mm-hmm. And now at the at the end of that five years, if you have decided that it has become so liquid in so much as it's the value is right there like selling a commodity or a stock. Mm-hmm. If you don't sell it, then you have chosen to buy it because it could be so readily sold. And now you buy, you come up with another five year plan and you run like heck all over again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's, that timeline, putting that timeline on it, it changes everything. And if you don't have a timeline, like where will you be? Your point about selling it in three years. Well, it tells you everything you need to know. You've got to run like hell for three years and you've got to make this thing be as valuable as you can in that three year period of time. And that timeline changes the dynamic within the business. Every employee, every person in that organization feels that and it changes things. Absolutely. I mean, we made a decision to be a legacy business. And so we even, we, We've actually invested a lot in technology, operations, systems, procedures, and processes because of that, right? Now, if you were going to be a business that was going to sell in 72 months, that maybe isn't what you're investing in because it's not a long-term strategy. The business buying you would come in and use all their own systems and processes, right? And so you can tell a lot about a business on if they're sprinting, if they're sprinting, grabbing a banana and sprinting again, right? Like that's so important. The one, I think the one piece that's, that's really important to remember too is that how are you going to set that business up for those business owners or those business buyers to find you? Right? How are you going to tell your story differently? What is that going to look like? Well, I, I think it's an interesting point that you just made, which is that when I say five years, I don't mean the business is going to be done in five years. Mm-mm. The business rolls into perpetuity. Mm-hmm. It's you are going to do everything you can in that five-year period of time to make that business a legacy business that someone else will want to buy. Because mm-hmm. now they're starting all over again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's really important. The other thing that I think is an interesting point that you made, and that is that empowering other people. Because if you are the this thing of the business, you know, don't, hey, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Well, let me just tell you, that mentality will get your business absolutely nowhere. Mm -hmm. That nobody's going to buy you. They're buying a business Mm -hmm. as a machine that makes things happen. And when a business can't do something consistently, it's not that meaningful to the business. It has to happen as a consistent theme within the business for it to be uh, important. I've got a lot of folks, Sarah, in fact, I just had a meeting with a couple yesterday, and they own a really great business. Uh, the, the wife who predominantly runs this business, when she became pregnant, she was forced to offload many, many of the things that she did. She just simply didn't have the time. 
Well, that revolutionized the business. And now instead of talking about, you know, getting her better in the business, we're talking about buying more locations and mm-hmm. applying that same type of standard of, of operations without her being the thing. And now we can have 10 of them in 10 years. That's a different philosophy, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that story. I mean, that's what we're looking. I think that's what these small businesses need to understand that it's so great that you're the entrepreneur. It's so great that you're the founder and it's so great that you were able to do this. Most of the people that you're going to hire to run it could never take that chance and that opportunity. Right. I mean, I don't, I'm so grateful that Don founded this bank and got this platform for us and this relation, these relationships for us and this reputation for us. You're going to hire a different type of person that can then run it going forward, right? And I love what you said about you can't do it yourself. If you're going to really, if if you hire that that next team and you're going to really lead them, it's about asking questions. It's about being a resource when they need something. But honestly, letting them fall down, letting them get back up and find their own way. So hard to do too. That so hard to do. So hard to do, but so rewarding when they succeed. When they jump back up, dust themselves off and succeed. So rewarding to watch that. Really, because then they have the confidence and they, you know what? It's theirs. They're growing it. They're earning it. And it's theirs. If you're just telling them what to do, I mean, that that doesn't work. I want to say something profound. When human beings are not allowed to fall down in a sink or swim scenario, Mm -hmm. they never are able to become what their potential is. Mm -hmm. And that works with kids that works with employees, mm-hmm. and that's a business. You need, you have to allow your people to sink and swim, just like you did as mm-hmm. the business owner. And 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 look, you can't fail. You don't get to quit. You mm-hmm. got to keep going. And that's what that's what 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 allows a person to build their own personal self esteem and believe that every time something happens and and things go bad, you push through. And it's so hard with kids, it's so hard with employees to stand back knowing what to do and not doing anything and just letting them do that. But that's how you build a company that builds, that succeeds of its own volition, right? Absolutely. I mean, two things that pop into my head. Number one, critics are a blessing. Um, I've had critics. I still have critics and I listen hard to them. And the reason why I listen hard to them is because I need to understand their argument, right? I need to understand why they don't like how we're doing it, what we're doing, the direction, whatever the net of it, whatever it is, because that makes you think differently. And it makes you, and it makes you, what am I missing, right? Because we're always missing something. So critics, critics are a blessing. You know, you can go swear about it later on, but like listen and listen hard because they do have a point. No matter, you know, whether you agree or not, there is a point. And number two, and this guy knows exactly who he is. If he's listening, he'll know. Whenever you think you've got the plan or you think you've got it down, I, I have a guy at the bank that, He's just wonderful. He's one of our very best bankers. And I always say, what am I missing? Here, This is where I'm at. What am I missing? And he always comes back to me and says, well, these are the things that are could happen. This could happen. This could happen. This could happen. And hopefully we've already thought of that. We've mitigated it because remember, we're in the business of risk. But always have someone that can tell you all the ways you're wrong. 
because you need that, right? You need that not for yourself, but for your village and your team and your employees and your business model and your clients. You need that information. So I think, you know, never getting too big for your britches, right? Like you never want to be too big for your britches. Have those critics, have someone tell you where you can go wrong because then there's not as many surprises on the day to day and you can feel like you can let go more and go do what you're really good at. And also, Take some time off for your family. Take some time that's important for your family to refuel so on Monday you get to think about the things we need to think about. Well, that same sentimentality has to be pushed off on your people. Absolutely. You know, that's how you help them grow. And so all the things that that enable you to be the decision maker, right? You know, so, so the, you know, the, the owner, the CEO comes in and they're provided with information. Uh, we like to call that MIS, management information systems. They give us all the things that we need to make this decision. And then that person comes in and makes that decision. Well, what, what enables them to have the audacity to come in when there's 10 people sitting around a table all trying to figure out what to do and they just simply come in, they hear the information from all sides and they make decisions. You have to empower people to be capable of doing that when you're not there. Mm-hmm. And that's no small thing. So mm-hmm. that point about create that, throw that to them of here's how I do this and then know that a decision has to be made. We can't lament this all day long. We got to go forward. We're going to take a break here and we will be back again. This is our last Saturday of every month where we are joined by Alicia Webb from Village Bank, where we have the luxury of listening to the way that a bank president looks at everything in your business. And from a purely financial perspective, you can't afford to miss these these shows. We will be right back. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 
Sports, 763-559-3800. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to thebarterguy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. And I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood Welcome back, everybody. 
Here again, speaking with uh, Alicia Webb from Village Bank. Uh, this is a very successful bank, a very successful woman sitting here in front of me. And I am just elated to be able to talk with her, listen to her, and pick her brain. <clears throat> there was a there's a number of nuggets I felt in the first segment of the show. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I think that one of the things to remember as you grow your own business is that it's really good to have your people willing to argue with you. Alicia and I just discussed that. And, you know, there's a book that I read, some of you I'm sure, I'm sure maybe as well, called uh, Good to Great. Mm. And it talks about these very successful companies where they would go into the boardroom and they would literally tear each other apart, fight like cats and dogs. No, you got to realize someone who works for a company, a lot of folks are not going to have the audacity to speak up and say those things. They created an environment where people could disagree and argue vehemently. But then after they made a decision with everybody throwing in their parts and coming to a, a decision, then like a family, everybody stood behind that decision 100% and they went out with a unified front. And that is really important to give your people personal ownership uh, of the direction of the business so that they feel comfortable and confident in doing that very thing, right? Absolutely. I mean, one of the concepts behind good to great is that level five leadership and leaders are humble and they're driven to do what's best for the company. And that's where it's, again, that Memorial Day conversation in your own head. Why am I here and what am I trying to do? Is it for my company or is it to buy a boat for next Memorial Weekend, right? We've got to make the difference. And neither is wrong, Todd, but let's just be honest about it right let's just say this is what we're doing and that's okay it's my business right it's an interesting point in that a lot of small business owners don't even recognize the fiduciary responsibility to they ha- that they have to the company and that fiduciary is that you must act in the company's best interest not respective of your own personal interests mm-hmm. and small business owners they don't get that they just think well this is my business me and me and the business are one and the same no 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 that means you in 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 that just a clear point that means you would let yourself go down in flames to save the business that's what that fiduciary means and 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 that's how you have to act in the business's best interest that's what we're talking about here so what is your long-term strategy for your business what is your business plan do you even have one what do you want to sell and of the things that you sell the services that you offer what has the highest margins You know, we talked about this on a previous show. You know, you do five things. But if we're going to spend money on marketing, hey, you don't want to pay taxes. Spend your money on marketing. Build the business so that now the business becomes so large that when you do take money, the tax ramifications are minimal because you have so much more. And that's a great opportunity to do that. But when you do that, you go through so much to get a profit. Are you going to spend it generically just on the business or are you going to focus on the things that make you the most money for time spent, that whole leverage concept? Mm-hmm. So, or are you even aware of what those things are? Do you know what those things are? Um, how do you tell the story? How does that story about the product, the service, the widget that you created permeate through the organization where they are all telling a variation on that story because it's just right there in front of everybody do you, does that start from the top with you do you are you conscious of the fact that every time you open your mouth and you sell the story you're giving them the words and the passion to do the same thing 
What do you think about that? Okay, so I love how you get to talk about all this stuff because it is magic and it sounds so magical. And so I'm going to be the I'm going to be the pessimist on the income <laughs> on the expense side, right? I I love playing this role. My team will tell you that. And I'll say, okay, you want me to spend how much of my revenue on on marketing? And well, what am I going to get? Where's it going to show up, guys? How long does it take to show up? I'm going to want to watch this every month to know if we spent five dollars, did we make fifteen? Did we make twenty five? Right? That's what I want to know. And then I'll get a whole bunch of uh, eye rolls. <laughs> and, but this is what I'll say. There's a concept called the flywheel, and it's how does small initiatives, how can they compound on each other, right? And I do believe that that's what marketing is, is that it can compound on itself. So how does it solve a problem? As a president, this is what I would say. Do I have a certain segment of business that I, in an industry that I've done a lot of business in, and we actually did do this. So we were a very large real estate bank, and we're still a large real estate bank. We're built on that, we're built on that owner of the, the tire store, and now he wants to buy the shop he's been in. And now he's going to go buy, and this is a true story, maybe 31 other locations in the next seven years. And he got there, right? And we've helped him do that, not only through lines of credit, equipment, loans, operating, but now through real estate. And a lot of our owners, just like you guys, will go in and they'll make money in an operating entity or they'll make money on a W-2 and then they'll go and they'll buy real estate. So we've been heavy real estate bank. We love real estate. We're good at it. We understand the market. We looked at ourselves in 2018 and we said, all right, if we're going to be a a true community bank, an entrepreneur's bank, we need to look at what are the programs out there that can help us buffer our capital or what most business owners would call equity. How do we buffer our equity that we put into our company, but how do we grow it in other ways? So great way for a bank to support entrepreneurs is through the SBA program. And anyone that's listened to this show knows I'm a huge fan. So in 18, we became an SBA preferred lender, and that means we can approve. A lot of SBA loans on our own, right? So we got there, and I can tell you last year, top 10, this year, top five in the entire state for SBA lenders, for all banks. That's talking the big, big box banks that you may have stock in, all the way down to the little mom and pop banks around our state. Um, and we had a goal in 18 that we were going to become a top lender. And guess what? Our team did that. Our team did that because why did we do that? We supported our mission. How did we do that? We did it by hiring experts in SBA, which um, it's not me. It's not Don. It's the, the folks, the villagers we have on our team. We also did that through social media. If you go on Village Bank's LinkedIn page, Facebook page, uh, Instagram page, you'll see we tell the story of the SBA acquisitions that we've done. And those acquisitions, those business owners are sharing how Village Bank helped them do that. So it's not saying we're a top SBA lender. We're the best. We're the best. No, we are telling the stories on how our products, our services, and our villagers helped people acquire Impact businesses. Lives. Yeah, help make their dreams Those come heartfelt true. stories are what are what are meaningful. It's funny that I I see what you're talking about on social media. I'll see just these generic we're this or we're that, we're the best at this or that. Honestly, it doesn't mean anything. It's when what that what you do impacts a person's life and they get to talk about how that matriculates down into their kids and everything. And, and that's when you go, wow. Right? Absolutely. And I'll tell you a little secret is also when I get to go out to these strong 21 stories that we're, that we're doing with our clients right now, this campaign, 
A, it makes me want to keep working the long hours because guess what? I get to see these people's dreams being come true. And I know we've got the right villagers because these villagers are out and they know every single thing about these acquisitions. It's just awesome to watch. Also, it helps with hiring. It helps with maintaining a culture because people know what we're all about. People want to work in a culture where we're helping people and we're sharing these stories. It makes a big difference and impact on the entire balance sheet. Well, you're growing a business and there's, you know, just like the people whom you're serving, uh, anybody who goes to work knows that a business on the grow is going to is going to lend itself to opportunities down the road, and everybody gets excited. And that alone changes the culture of a business. Yeah. That's no question. So when we look at that marketing expense, whether it's twenty percent, ten percent, you know, whatever you can get on board with, I really think you have to look at it from a culture perspective. In HR, a hiring, are you going to hire someone and pay them twenty grand to find you, or are you going to find them by the story you're telling about your business? Um, how do you want to diversify the receivables or the clients that you have today? You know, if you're 20 or 70% in a certain industry or 70% with a certain client, where are the industries or the clients that you, that you want to grab going forward as you make that business plan? And how do you focus on sharing that story? And then, you know, my favorite, my favorite thing is the flywheel, like we talked about. What other products are there or what other services are there that we should be offering that we're not that naturally stem to that product you're selling to, and what are the margins on that? Right. That, that in my mind, your marketing is all, it's a sales strategy. It's an HR strategy. It's a culture strategy. I mean, you got to look at this much, much differently than just, Oh my God, I'm going to dump 20% onto a billboard. Well, look at it this way. If you're going to first, you know, I'll just say that too often business owners have this notion that I'm going to need to see ROI. Otherwise, I'm going to quit doing it. Um, And and look, there's it's okay to keep track and analyze and make sure that things are being are productive. But that doesn't mean that you stop marketing altogether. You keep marketing. You just market in different forms. But there's another point to be made, which is that if you're going to have, if you're going to succeed, not only do you have an ongoing static cost to marketing, and that's 20%, which means as the business grows, that number grows and it continues to grow. And you, and with that, you have to establish a level of permanence in consumers' eyes. That's very important. You know, doing something for six months or a year, yeah, well, we didn't make any money, any money on that. Look, that's infomercial garbage. All right. You want to establish permanence in a person's mind that you've been here, you'll be here in the future, and they can be confident to that. That takes time. And that means your marketing dollars are going to continue to be spent ongoing regardless of how successful you become mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and continue and marketing isn't static it's not like okay well we're going to tell the story about this widget no how is the budget changing what are we looking for how is the environment changing <clears throat> did some of our biggest competitors sell right what what are we looking for what else is changing are we trying to hire right now I and mean, these are all factors that can play into your marketing as you continue to tweak it. And that's Nearly beautiful- every lemon can be turned into lemonade. Oh, yeah. Right? Just need a little ice and water, right? And some sugar. But um, <laughs> but I think that's the magic of it. I Well, the sugar piece is actually kind of smart, Todd, because are you the right person to do social media? Am I the right person to do social media? Do you have that person, that sugar, that's going to sweeten it, that's going to make it right for your client and who you're going after, the story you want to tell? Excellent. Excellent. So 
there is a piece that hopefully you'll go back and listen to more than once. And if you're not spending money on marketing, we're not saying immediately, you know, chop the budget and pull out 20% because that might kill you. Mm -hmm. So you have to be conscious that you're going to wade yourself into this. But this is a thing that you're going to do ongoing, not for a short period of time to see how it goes. And always remember something. You don't do marketing until you're busy. When you're so busy, you can't take on any more business. That is the time to do more marketing. The time, the time when you're in trouble is when you realize you don't have any business, you don't have any money, and now you're going to start marketing, and it's going to take three, six months before that marketing even begins to produce, and you might not be in business anymore after that. So remember, marketing is a thing that you do ongoing. Let's take another break here, and we will be back speaking with Alicia Webb from Village Bank, talking about how to grow and build your business and using the bank as a partner. We will be right back. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to thebarterguy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a completely of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. Do you have enough to retire? 
Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com Todd Rucker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to SMA2DAY.com You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. And I stumbled to the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Yeah! You have that ambition? Do you have the gumption? To get out there and make things happen, be a part of a team, or maybe even create your own team. Do you have that? If you do, then this show is for you. Uh, you know, when uh, at break, you know, I, I sadly, we're always talking about the best things at break. And one of the things we brought up was, you know, how does a bank look at a marketing budget? Now, I know this because I help people position and qualify for financing. And oftentimes, Alicia, you know, we're going to be asked as the business owner attempting to get the loan for a pro forma. And mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, that's a forecast of future performance, which means, you know, you're going to have not just, hey, I'm going to do this much more in the next year, two years, five years, but it is very specific as to how you're going to go about doing that. And hopefully a marketing budget is something that's going to be built into that. How does a bank look at that, Alicia? Absolutely. Uh, I think that a marketing budget expenses towards uh, gaining a share of a certain marketplace, uh, a new widget in the market, uh, sales strategy. 
those are all part of a 7A loan. So I know we've talked a lot about SBA financing on this show. And when we're looking at, let's say, someone might think it's an equipment loan. We're going to say, okay, well, that's great. You're going to buy that new piece of equipment. But how are you going to sell it? Well, Bob's going to sell it. Well, no, Bob's not going to sell You need other ways to get it out to the market. And quite frankly, Bob can only do X. And you've got two other shifts to fill here on this machine, right? And so a 7A loan is a great loan to say, this is what we're going to do going forward. We're going to buy this piece of equipment. We are going to hire Bob to sell it. We're going to spend... 10%, 20% on a marketing campaign that's going to include social media, blogging, website update, and we're looking for financing for that. That's just an equity injection into your business. That is capital to show how you're going to build that business. And what do you need to do to get that loan? You need to show me that if you're asking for X over the next two to three years, your income, your bottom line is going to go up by so much so you can afford the debt service coverage to pay for the equipment, pay for Bob, pay for the website, pay for the social media piece. Even if you find that sugar for your social media and it's a W-2 employee, it is a contractor that's working 10 hours a week, that can also be put into that request for additional financing for marketing. So I want really start to think outside of the box that if I start the strategy and I'm selling online and I think it's going to boost my business by 5% the first year, 15% the next year, well, let's talk about how you finance some of that up front because five, well, I'm not charging 5% on that loan and I'm not charging 15% on that loan today. So this is a, di- there's a net income for you there. It's, it's a, it's, as I listen to you, I think about, so many of the smaller businesses that have been built on organic growth, they want to expand, but they have this notion that the organic growth is going to be the component that just naturally occurs and expands it. And what I'm listening to you say is, if you if you are attempting to get a loan, and we'll talk about that in a second, to grow that business. Because remember, folks, you always are going to need to employ people who really don't know what they're doing yet, at least not in your culture and your business. And those people are going to take months to get up to speed before their income is even justified by their performance, their acumen, right? And not to mention all the marketing you're going to need to do in advance. Well, you know, you go in, you maybe are a diligent business person, you've got a comprehensive business plan, but in that plan and in that plans is plans financials and margins you're not showing the money that must be spent in marketing you've got that sense somewhere else and they're looking at you and that might be the reason you don't get the loan never mind the fact that you have an 800 credit score personally absolutely i mean let's so let's talk about the right people right you do you need to get the you need to get the right people on the bus and i would say don't hire that person that's the most expensive and has the most marketing experience they're great they're fabulous but if this is new to you hire the right person hire the right person that has the right culture and since hiring is so difficult today Do you have someone in the company already that's maybe in the wrong seat or has capacity and wants to learn, right? Let them share a couple examples with you of what they would put down on social media or how they would look to sell the different, share the business's story differently than what you're doing today. I really encourage people to think like that. Some of our hidden gems, some of our best villagers we found in different seats. And as soon as we've shifted and we shift and you, you have to remember, you have to shift your train of thought as well. You can't call on them for all those old, old tasks anymore. But 
but put them in that seat and let them share some of that creativity with you. Finding the right people is so important. Once you've got someone that aligns with your values together, that story will be shared. It will be shared. I I, I think it's interesting the way that you said to me earlier that the way you 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 present or portray a story ha- should be different in an email or in any other form other than social media. Mm-hmm. It has to be presented in a different way. The very same story, the very same information and facts have to be presented in a different way in social media to have that sugar to make it actually work. Absolutely. I mean, if you go on our LinkedIn page, you'll see a strong... 21 campaign about a little bakery, a little cup, cu- cupcake shop that we have. And I get to be on one of those pretty soon. Huh? I know yeah. you do. Yeah. We're pretty Arliss excited about I, that yeah. one. And um, I swear when I watch that, I can smell the cupcakes because there's a, vi- <laughs> I, and I'm not kidding. And then I like, I'm giving so much credit. Shout out to our ladies at the bank that are killing it with this because you see this young, bubbly entrepreneur all of the sweet sugar behind her. What's this, her name again? Um, it's Maddie's. I saw yeah, it before I came so in this good. morning. Yeah, so good. And she's and so she, I mean, you just you she oozes you she oozes, and it's it's beautifully written. There's a great visual. The sound is great. The snippets, the sound bites are great. I mean, it's awesome. It's awesome. And so I encourage you to look at a couple of these. We've got Danner's Cabinets. We've got A. Johnson Plumbing. I mean, they're each story is different. Okay, first, they're all the same product, right? I want to be clear about that. It's a product. But every one of the stories are different. They're all different because they're personal. It's about them. And this is going to be really, really hard for some. I know this is hard for me to hear at times. It's not about me. It's about them. It's not about us. It's about our clients. But it is on some level about superimposing that vision and passion, that yes. story, onto other people who will take it on as their own and tell that story in a slightly different way that's more in keeping with themselves, but they have that same level of passion that, that yes. draws you in and is endearing. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're grateful. They're thankful. They understand the role that the bank played. Um and they've got it, right? Like every one of these entrepreneurs, they've earned it. They own it. Yet they, they know they're smart enough to have really good partners like in our list, like a Todd in like a village. <laughs> got to be in that. I like that. <laughs> All right. So, you know, when, when you think about who's going to do that for you and that you're going to build a component uh, of, of your margin into marketing as an ongoing thing that alone might change the way you do business and 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 the the point that i'm making is for most small business owners that's their money that's the money to buy their boat and buy their lake home and why well, don't want to do that well guess what that's why your business won't grow and and you do it, it makes zero sense just so we're clear to fund those things with the money that's in the business operating account which is desperately needed to be able to support growth from a cash flow perspective. And if you take all that money and pay for everything, you know, because you buy everything with cash, well, look, supporting a debt where there's amortization of 5, 7, 10, 20 years is a lot easier than taking all your money and paying for something and you have no money to fall back on. You have nothing to deal with with the ups and downs and cyclical nature of the business. It's crazy. 
And and I'm telling you that if you're going to be a good business person, your success will be limited by your access to financing. Yes. So let's talk about that because today, deposit accounts, checking accounts, money market savings accounts, they're inflated. They're very, very, very. We could talk stimulus checks, PPP round one, PPP round two. We could talk seven, eight. There's so much liquidity in our market today. Um, All banks are feeling it. All companies are feeling it, right? And what we need to talk about is debt is still cheap today, very cheap today. SBA, three months of payments on 7A loans if you close before the end of September. They make three months of payments on your behalf. They make three months. It's not, you, you don't have to pay it back. It's like a grant almost. So you want to get on top of that before the end of September. Hope you enjoyed the show, folks. Uh, Alicia and the, the Village team are there for to help you grow your business. The information we share is invaluable, but only if you use it. Only if you use it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for coming, Alicia. Thanks, Todd. All right. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.